Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us online today. And I want to thank you for your generosity. As you can imagine, our giving is down during this season, but our team has been very diligent to cut our expenses so we can continue to meet needs. So thank you for helping to move the mission of Jesus forward here at The Crossing. Well, it was a while back, Darla and I were going out for breakfast, and we hopped on the 215, and we got behind this guy who started swerving across the road. He almost hit the center divider, and then he quickly went across all three lanes and almost went off of the road on the right side. Well, I get on the phone, and I call the police, and I tell them what is going on. They tell me to turn on my flashers, to stay on the phone, and to stay safely behind him. But every now and then, I would just yell, oh my gosh, and the dispatcher would say, what happened? I said, I thought he was going to hit another car. I thought he was going to go off the road. Well, the police finally caught up with him. They pulled him over, and they pulled him out of the car. But he was so drunk, he couldn't even blow into the breathalyzer. I knew that if I didn't do something, he was either going to kill somebody or he was going to kill himself. Well, here's the deal. Every decision we make is a pathway that leads to a destination. This guy's decision to sit at a bar all night long and get drunk was not just a bad decision. It was a pathway with a predetermined destination. But here's what we sometimes think. We sometimes think, well, I'm just smarter than other people who have taken this path. Or it won't affect me like it's affected them. Or we just tell ourselves, I can jump off this path anytime I want. But if we are listening to God's voice in our life, he will always lead us on the right path. Well, we're in the middle of this series that we're calling Lack Nothing. And it's based on the 23rd Psalm. We live in a time that has more than any generation in history that we are more discontent than perhaps any generation in history. God actually tells us that there is a way to live where we will not be in want. We will lack nothing. What we learned week one is that the good shepherd promises to provide, protect, and care for you. The Lord is my shepherd means that I am under the care of someone else. I am no longer in charge. Until you come to this realization, you will run after whatever or whomever you think will satisfy you and your needs. Then last week, we talked about the principle that rest is not inactivity. Rest is the condition of your soul. True rest is not found in just taking another day off or going on another vacation. It's only found through the person of Jesus. If you find yourself weary and burdened right now, more time off does not necessarily replenish you. It is adding what enhances your life and restores your soul. So that leads us to our scripture today. Here's what David writes in Psalm 23. He says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. 
He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. And then here's the scripture we're focusing in on today. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Or maybe the way you know this verse is he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Well, let me show you a picture that I took in Israel this past year that you can see along here that there are ridges across here, and you may not see it in this picture, but there's actually sheep that are along all of these ridges. Well, not much has changed in the past 2,000 years because this is what shepherding looks like. This is the, the terrain that it would look like that shepherds would take their sheep. The shepherd will, will lead his sheep to different green pastures in the middle of the desert. If the sheep go on their own way, if they go on the path that they choose, then you could see how it can be dangerous, how they could fall off and go the wrong direction. So the good shepherd, he leads his sheep on the right paths. Throughout history, the people of God can't seem to stay on the right path for very long. It would look like this, that the children of Israel, they would disobey God, that they would go their own way because they thought they knew better, they thought that, that they could handle it, but the result was always the same. It led to disaster, that their enemies would come in and defeat them and take them away. They would finally cry out to God, and then God would deliver them. And this cycle, it would repeat itself over and over and over again. It was like Groundhog Day in Israel. But that's not just their story. That's kind of what our story looks like as well. Look what it says in Isaiah 53. It says, we all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. Sometimes, we know that we're going down the wrong paths, but we think we can handle it. We're the exception. It's like, hey, God, I know what you say and all, but I don't want to miss out on anything, so I think I'm going to take this path instead. Listen, you are not the exception. If you go down your own path, you will get hurt. If you decide to, to go your own way, it will lead you away from the good shepherd. God will always guide you down the right path. Here's, here's what David says. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. In week one, we talked about no matter how cute sheep might be, they're actually dumb and directionless. No other class of livestock requires more careful handling and more detailed direction than sheep do. Left on their own, sheep will wander off and follow each other into danger. Shepherds obviously know this. There, there's actually two ways to move sheep. You can drive them or you can lead them. In some regions of the world, the shepherds will drive their sheep like you would drive cattle. They will walk behind the sheep and they will have a stick and if the sheep get off of the right path, they will hit them and they will force them back on the path with their stick. Now, for some of you, this is your view of God. 
You see God as driving you. And when you mess up, He's just going to punish you until you get back on the right path. But that's not the shepherd that David talks about in Psalm 23. The good shepherd leads his flock. He does not drive them. And there's a big difference. In Israel, the shepherd walks slowly ahead of his sheep and he sings his own unique call. The sheep are led by the voice of the shepherd. And it was, it's not that unusual for a number of shepherds to gather together at the same watering hole or spring at the same time, and their sheep will intermingle. They'll get a drink and they'll rest. But when the shepherd decides to leave, he will give his call and all of his sheep will recognize it and immediately separate themselves from the other sheep and follow the shepherd. This is the imagery that Jesus uses in John 10. Jesus says, The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. When he has brought them out all his own, he goes on ahead of them. And his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize the stranger's voice. The other day, Darla and I were at the checkout line at the store. And I had my ball cap on and I had a face mask on. So it was kind of hard to recognize me. But we were talking and the person in front of me turned around and said, you're Pastor Shane. I, I recognize your voice. That, that actually happens to me more than you might think. I'll be at the store or, or I'll be at a ball game back when we could go to ball games. And, and someone would hear me talking. And they would recognize my voice because they've heard me Sunday after Sunday. The same thing happens when you get a call from certain people. When my kids call me, they don't have to introduce themselves I recognize their voice. I know who they are. Here in John chapter 10, Jesus is talking about himself as the good shepherd. He says that those who hear his voice and those who follow after him will be led on the path that brings contentment and joy. If you are on the wrong path, perhaps you've been listening to the wrong voice. Let me just say it this way, because I I want you to hear this very clearly. What and who you listen to will influence what you do. And what and who you listen to will determine the direction of your life. Every stage of life, it brings different voices that have the potential to lead you down a different path. When When we're teenagers, sometimes we're tempted to think that every adult is stupid and they don't understand what it's like to be a teenager. Or maybe you're seeing someone and you might listen to the voice that says, well, we can save money if we move in together. Or somebody gives you good financial advice that you ignored because you didn't think that you would ever need an emergency fund. Every stage of life, has its temptation to listen to the wrong voice. 
to be led down the wrong path. Maybe your question is, so how do I hear God's voice? Does he still speak? Because if you're like me, you get a little skeptical when someone says, you know, God told me or God spoke to me because you hear what they claim that God said and you know God did not say that. God did not tell you to leave your wife. He did not say that. Or they'll say, I know God wants me to be happy. And then they follow that up with something that you know didn't come from God. So how do we get into a place where we can hear from God? And when I say hear from God, when I say that, I'm not talking about hearing an audible voice. I have never heard an audible voice from God. I'm not saying that God can't do that. It's just never happened to me. Here's what Jesus says in John 13. I think this is such a powerful scripture for us. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all of the truth. Right here, Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit. It says, when the spirit of truth, that the Holy Spirit guides us to the right path. That typically, Through the Holy Spirit, God will guide us in four different ways. God speaks to us through the Bible. God's moral will for your life is already written down in the Bible. If you want to know the right path, His moral will for your life is already written down. That's why we need to be in God's Word. That's why we need to read what God says. Here's the second thing is is God guides us through prayer. Not only does prayer change the heart of God, I wish I had more time to talk about this, but research has confirmed that prayer actually changes the chemistry of our brain. It helps renew your mind, that when we settle ourselves down, when we get quiet enough to pray, it is often during those times that the Holy Spirit will speak into us, that that God will speak into us. Third is this, is that God guides us through godly counsel. That he uses trusted, godly people in our lives to guide us. So maybe the question for you is, do you have anybody in your life like that? And then here's the fourth thing, that he speaks to us through current circumstances. He will often guide us through open or closed doors. As followers of Jesus, we don't just worship God We have God in us. We have the Holy Spirit in us guiding us along the right path if we will listen. And so what I want to do is I want to help you listen to the voice of God. And one of the things that we've incorporated in these last few days is our 21 days of prayer. We are in the middle of that. This past week, we focused on on caring for our soul and finding replenishment. Well, this week, we're going to look at the character of God and why you can trust Him with your life. And every morning this week, it's 7.30 a.m. on our social media sites, on my personal Instagram, and on our website, I share just a short devotional and a prayer focus for the day. And I would love for you to join me on this journey because I just believe it's it's when we begin to to lean into God that God speaks to us who you listen to will determine 
the direction of your life. Here's the thing about God. His voice is easiest to hear when we've turned towards Him. That's why it's important to be engaged in online services during this season. Listen, I can't wait until we can meet again. But this is why it's important for us to engage in this. It's just an opportunity to turn our attention to God. There's there's one part of the verse in Psalm 23 that we skipped. And I want to come back to this and I want to show this to you. It says, He guides me along the right paths for His name's sake. The way a shepherd leads his sheep speaks to his character. A good shepherd doesn't say, well, you know, I had a hundred sheep and I only lost one. That's a pretty good percentage. That's just the cost of doing business. He never says that. When I was a student ministry pastor, I took our high school students on a trip. And on the way home, we pulled into a rest stop to go to the bathroom. And everyone got back into the vans and we pulled out and we got about an hour down the road and we discovered that we had forgot someone back at the rest stop. Now, in in my defense, I thought that she was in the other van. They thought that she was in my van, but she was left behind. Now, my inclination was not, well, 29 out of 30 kids is a pretty good percentage. No, I became obsessed with finding this girl before she had the chance to call her parents. My name and my reputation were on the line. The shepherd searches for the lost sheep out of loyalty to his own character. It is for his name's sake. See, we think God's love for us is dependent on our performance. It is not. It is all about his character. When you get off of the right path, Jesus whispers for you to just come back because he loves you. That is his character. Maybe you think that God only loves you when you're on the right path. We're not saved because of what we do. We're saved because of what Jesus did for us. He laid down his life for you and for me on the cross. I've given you a key word each week. The first week, the key word was to ask, to ask the Lord to be your shepherd. Then last week, our key word was replenish, that if you are weary and carrying heavy burdens, then you are invited to rest and replenish. Well, today's key word is just this right here. It's to follow. It's to follow. When you follow Jesus, He always leads you on the path that leads to freedom. Psalm 23 is, it's not about sheep. It's about people. And the reason that we do what we do as a church, the reason we give sacrificially, the reason that we go to so much effort to try to connect online and in person is because if we're going to have the heart of God, then we have to care about those who are lost, those who are disconnected from God. And maybe the problem for you, maybe the problem is not 
that you've never been on the wrong path. Maybe the problem is, is you have forgotten that you were once on the wrong path. You cannot have the heart of God without caring for those who have wandered away. And so maybe today for you, maybe it's to reach out to somebody who has wandered away. For others of you right now, maybe you are the one. Maybe you felt lost and disconnected from God. Jesus invites you to follow him. Following Jesus is the only way to find true freedom. I want to pray with you right now. And maybe you just find yourself in one of those groups. Maybe for you, maybe you have forgotten what it was like to be on the wrong path. Maybe you have forgotten what it was like to wander away from the shepherd. And see, that's all of our stories. We've all wandered away. We're all like sheep and gone our own way. And maybe you have forgotten. And maybe today is just a reminder for you to have the heart for people like the good shepherd has for them. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to reach out to someone, to invite them to be a part of of just watching services or invite them to be a part of Celebrate Recovery. For some of you, I'm describing you. That whatever reason you started tuning in, maybe something has happened in your life, maybe just this whole season has just rocked your world and you are looking and you are seeking. Here's what Jesus says. He says, follow me. Follow me. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have your life all together. You don't have to have everything all um, fixed in your life to follow Jesus. Just follow. So I want to pray with you. So let's just pray right now. And maybe it's just a time for you just to come to God wherever you are in your life. God, that's our prayer. God, we are all like sheep who have gone astray. We've gone to our own way. And God, for those right now who may be turning towards you or turning back towards you so that they can hear your voice, God, I pray that you would just speak into their life. You would meet them right where they are today. God, I pray for others who it's been a long time since they've wandered down the wrong path. Maybe you can remind them of that person who reached out to them and give us a heart for people who, are, who have wandered away from the Good Shepherd. A heart for people who are far from God. God, I pray that you would use us and we pray this In the name of Jesus, amen.